folks. Welcome to a brand new episode of Train Wreck Tonight 260, sponsored by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? We have a great show in store for you guys tonight. We got we're talking NFL week one and what a crazy week one that was. And folks, we are seven days away from the Buffalo Bills home opener against the Tennessee Titans. And who better to have on the show than the Wings Flights of Hope owner and founder, Joe DeMarco. Here we go. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't Follow me into the great unknown Where pink flamingos grow Diet soda falls and what you take Magically regenerates On supermarket shelves The ovens clean themselves You don't pay the tab till the last drop So we all ride for nothing Cause this train never stops Folks, we are back. Like I said, train wreck 260 maniac myself. And we got a very special guest via sponsored by outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet maniac. Could we have any better guests on when we are one week away from the bills home opener? No, the second we won that game on Thursday night. I mean, yes, it was great. It was great to enjoy that 24 hour rule, but all eyes, all thoughts, all hearts went to Orchard Park and the surrounding lots of Highmark Stadium. And, geez, you're right, Al. Couldn't have a better guess. Can't wait to get Joey. Should we bring him in? Let's bring him in. I mean, you, if, I mean, you got to be, what, living under a rock if you've never heard of the Wings lot, right? 3964 California Road. Joe DeMarco, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. I mean, long story short, I've been tailgating at the Wings lot for probably 15, 16 years at least. My dad's been there for probably double that. And uh, it just so happened a couple weekends ago, I'm at a party. I look over about 20 feet away. I'm like, is that is that Joe from the Wings lot? And sure enough, it is. And we got him on the show. So, Joe, we're, yeah, we're really I gotta, happy I to have you. Yeah, I got to tell you, the excitement in our camp, I'll tell you, the calls are we're ringing off the wall. The excitement, I mean, we've never had so many calls about parking and camping and times and you know, it's just, it's our time. And I think just people are super pumped. 
So what, what's the deal then for this weekend or like this week per se? I mean, yeah, are people well, going to be getting well, there early? I mean, yeah, some campers will be coming, I'm sure, on Friday night. So we let them come in early. Uh, we're only $20 for parking. I, I think what people like about our lot, oh, just dropped my phone there. It's all right, Joe. We tried to put Joe in the spotlight, and he, and, he, and he didn't want it one bit. But campers are coming in certain Friday. I'm I'm shocked they're not coming in Thursday. Call it an early yeah, weekend. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of excitement. And, you know, the people I think, but the, the appreciate our lot is, uh, you know, we got all that room. We have the bathrooms and the, getting out after the game. You don't have to get stuck in that parking lot. We had a one of our uh, guys been parking there for like 30 years. He made it out the lockport. His buddy was still trying to get out of the stadium parking lot an hour later. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great spot. A lot of people don't know about it, but we raise a lot of awareness for our Wings Flights of Hope. That's the number one goal for us. Some people yep. coming and parking, learn about what we do. And, you know, if people need to go somewhere, we're there for them. Free flights, volunteer pilots. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I think every lot has a little, you know, something that makes it unique, special, et cetera. But yeah, the wings lot really sticks out as kind of like a, a community within itself. I mean, yep. it's not just an area to sit and come see. Okay, obviously, again, I say each lot is their special things, but that indoor area to watch the other games, if it's a later game for the Bills, or whether it's getting food, whether it's you know using the facilities, just makes it a real more community feel the second that you pull into that wings lot, Joe. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people still don't know about it. You know, we have uh, we're having a couple of big parties. The troopers have a party there, and. Uh... You know, you just love having a place where you don't have to go put a tent up. You know, these other lots around here, the people got to put tents up, pay for the tents, tables, chairs in the space, and our place is just sitting there. So, yep. you know, we have 97 Rock there. Carl does a great job promoting us. Some are doing different this year. If uh, one of the fans picks the right score, they're going to win $5,000. We're going to do that every game. Wow. I mean, Joe, yeah. I remember that. I remember the days of going to that lot. I'm Like I said, I'm talking 15, 20 years ago now at this point, and it was just a house. Yeah, it was, it was just mud there, and it wasn't much there. <laughs> it, it was literally just a house, maybe a couple dogs running around. I mean, just yeah. it, it's incredible to see what you guys have done with that lot over the past two decades. Yeah, it's really evolved, and it didn't happen overnight. It was a little at a time, and, yep. you know, the, the big part, like I said, we're raising the awareness. We have TVs, you know, showing pictures of our flights and everything. And when Carl Russo's there, we always talk about the flights that went on, and Yep. You know, just for anybody out there, if you hear anybody with cancer and they're told nothing could be done for you wherever you live, our commercial right now, Michael had 12 months to live about two and a half years ago. Young guy, 31 years old, wasn't willing to accept that. We took him out to New York, Memorial Sloan Kettering, and planted a pump, and Michael's been cancer-free for over a year. So we like sharing the stories of hope because that's what we're out there giving people hope. No, I mean, Joe, that's that's absolutely incredible. I know you told us a, a, a couple stories. You know, a couple weekends yeah, ago, but yeah, we we're definitely trying to get Jim, that word out for you. Yeah, Jim Kelly, real quick. You know, we flew him when he, you know, he had to go to New York for his treatments and everything. You know, some people, I don't know, a few people still complain about it, but Jim raised so much awareness that people realize it doesn't matter who you are. You know, yep. obviously Jim could afford a flight, but you know, when you're in that kind of condition, you know, public transportation is not a not an option. So the night we flew Jim and the news covered it, we uh, we got a call from a Tonawanda policeman, 39-year-old Tim Day. He needed a heart. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for that, seeing Jim Kelly, his wife never would have called us. She followed us on Facebook and thought we fly people who can't afford a flight. So wow. he's raised so much awareness for him, and it was great being part of his, his fight to survive. That's awesome. And, Joe, how much are you flying a month? Um, Is I it very? I do about 250 to 300 flights a year myself. 
Okay. Yeah. That's so, like yeah, that's every about, day. That's virtually yeah, well, every. There's no updates to go to Margo. Yeah. Well, no. Sometimes we'll go out one day and do two, three, four flights. So. Okay. But it's great. Uh, you know, you see people, and uh, you know they're in the worst part of their life, and are just happy that some doctor's giving them a chance. And we're taking that burden of the transportation out. So, people come and park with us. I, like you said, you could feel like the love with some of the people. You get hugs. Uh, it's not your typical lot where like, you know, everybody's a stranger towards the end of the year, people bring their donation checks and everything. It's, we're pretty proud to be in a community that's so supportive because uh, we wouldn't be able to do this, even though we all volunteer it takes a lot to keep planes and fuel and advertising going. Awesome. Joe. Hey, listen, Hey, I like, like my father has been going there for years. He passes down to me and you know, my plan is to pass it down to hopefully my kids and my brother's kids. And I know he'll do the same thing. And yeah, there's nothing but good things to say about the wings lot. And like Maniac said, it's like a community. It's like everyone yep. that goes to the wings lot knows each other. They don't leave yep. there. You know what I mean? They and we don't once. Yeah, we don't let the real crazy stuff go on either. I'm not going to talk about you know some other lots, but you know we we're not going to have people diving off the, off top of their vans and stuff like that. So I mean that's fun and all, but you know we want to have a good time without anybody getting hurt. No, totally. We understand that. I mean, I've been parking with my dad in that front area for years, yeah, right by, right by the road. Spot. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. like like you said, Carl Russo comes up to us every weekend. My my dad's yeah. on the '97 Rock pregame show. He gets a kick out of that. He absolutely loves it. Um, yeah. So no, super exciting stuff, and uh, yeah, very excited for uh, what a week away. Yeah. So thanks for the opportunity. Like I said, you know, people learn about us not just a lot, but learn about what we do and you know how we do it and why we do it and why you have to travel. There's not a hospital that specializes in everything, and that's where we come in, especially with the kids, being kids all over different hospitals. Uh, you know, because like I said, no, there's not a hospital that could do everything. So yep, that's the reality of it. Same with cancer. There's not a hospital that could do everything. So no, wherever they're doing that special treatment, you know, people know how to get there now. Yeah. Now, Joe, I got to ask you real quick. Like you said, we're a week away. How are you feeling after week one? How are you feeling about this oh. season? Oh, unbelievable. I don't know. I think we're going to blow out Tennessee. We're seeing how they played yesterday. And uh, But, you know, in the NFL, anything can happen. You don't want to get your hopes too high. But, I mean, I think it's I think we're going to win by at least a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that line it used to be, what, Bills minus 7? Now we're up to minus 10, I believe, at the Creek. I mean, it, yeah. I mean last year, everyone thought for the home opener we, we were going to beat the Steelers. There's no chance yeah. that we're going to lose that game, right? And look what happens. Yeah. A couple of turnovers yeah. go the wrong way. So, But no, yeah. I agree. We're watching and we yesterday. lost to Jacksonville, too. Like, how did that happen, right? I guess you never know. Exactly. So say, hey, and Joe, I wanted to ask you, obviously, um, you know, sure. running the lot, you know, we come back from a year where there were no fans. The lot wasn't full, you know, every every other Sunday for the fall. Has there been, have you noticed fans a little bit crazier, a little bit more excited to get back to that tailgate atmosphere after having that year off? Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it, people getting back to normal and everything. And, well, that and the combination of the way the Bills are, you know, with the, how they're playing and, and the way things are going. So it's a good thing it's a combination of everything. And obviously, I know you're doing a lot of work on your end with the organization and everything. We thank you for that. I got to ask you, though, while you're on here, who, who's your favorite Buffalo Bill of all time? Jeez, that's a tough one. I don't know. I guess Jim Kelly, just because I have a personal connection with him. Hey, personal there's, connection there's, changes everything, Al. There's, there's oh. so many, you know, yeah. Now, Joe, got to ask you, do you have any funny, ridiculous, anything that you're allowed to tell us? Any stories from the Kelly lot over the years with Bill's fans? Anything like that? Our, our lot? Oh, yeah. Because I got yeah, one. Probably another. Yeah, go ahead. You go. I got one. My dad always tells me this story. Um, he was there, uh, you know, with his best friends. I mean, this is I, might have been before I was born. 
and uh, th they were going down the original trail, going down yeah. the hill. And my dad's buddy, Marty Casey, he slipped and fell, and he saved, he saved his beer, yeah. but he separated <laughs> his shoulder in the process. Yeah, he didn't want to lose the beer, right? <laughs> Did not want to lose that beer. That's a story we always talk about the Cali lot when Marty Casey shows up, so I had to bring that one up. But, yeah, a lot of good times at that lot, and, uh, yeah, excited to be there in a week. I got a funny one with Thurman Thomas on one of the trips. He he was tagging along because he was visiting Kelly and uh, just busting chops with him. I told him his job as a co-pilot is to make sure the wheels were down. And, of course, I was just busting, you know, balls with him. But it was yeah. kind of funny to look on his face. And we were going into land. He goes, hey, what about them wheels? Because it was overcast. That was the best part of the whole day. <laughs> that's awesome. That's how he got. Know, it. That's how he made his money. Those legs, Joe. So he's always, you know, yeah. paying attention to what's going. On. He's not. He's not messing yeah. with no flat tires. Yeah, I got a picture of his face. It was pretty funny. I said, if we land without the wheels, it will be fine. But the plane gets really messed up. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, maniac. I know your crew, and I know Chad's crew used to be at the Kelly lot. They yeah, I would say we were at Cali Lot. I mean, it was strong, like uh, anywhere from, I would say, I want to say like 07 to, or like 08 to, yeah, like the 2013, 2014, yeah. right up until Rex. Uh, that was the big spot. Changed around a little bit when I moved uh, towards like, you know, downtown Buffalo. So coming in from a little bit of a different angle there. But yeah, always love getting over to California. And yeah, I mean, it seems like, in a weird way, the farther you get away from the stadium, the crazier you find the Bills fans. I think the California yep. lot is the perfect example of that. It is. It is. Hey, one thing, I, I got some bragging rights. I've, I've never missed a game at the stadium since 1973. I bet you there's not too many people could say that, even when they were on strike. I, I don't stay for the whole game, but I've been to every single game for whatever, 40 nine and, years now oh my god we you, got 50 years of perfect attendance coming up next year joe yep. we gotta we gotta get a yep. ceremony for that yeah my my joe, friends don't believe me you had to be sick or out of town or something no never missed a game what section are you in we're 111 that's what i Visitor thought okay side, so yeah about half about 45 years yeah the tickets go back to 1960 so they're great seats we sit like right near you we we can see yep. you from our seats for sure i think yeah yep. we're yep. we're in the same area we're row 33 yeah well, that's where I roll 32 and 33. Oh, my God. There it Can't is. <laughs> we see you every – yeah, we see you. I'm going to – yep. Ralph Wilson used to be right behind us. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that's where, like, um, Rob, Robert Kraft walks up that aisle, yeah. you know, before the game, so everyone's heckling yeah. him and booing him. So, yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. yeah. You got to be careful, Joe. Al is a big high-fiver. He doesn't need an excuse to get a couple <laughs> high-fives after a play. I'm definitely going to come find you against Tennessee for sure. All Speaking right, of which, well, hey, I – I, I know before you go, Joe, we got to lock you into one thing. And that's not how many people are coming to the Cali lot this week. That is how many, or how many people are, sorry. What is going to be the final score this Monday? Bills Titans. I'm going to go 28, 14 bills. Love it. Wow. That would be awesome. That defense would be causing havoc. Al. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be honest, I, I, I like Joe's prediction. It's kind of what I said last at last week at rec room. I said, the under's going to hit. And I think it does again. Um, you look at what we've, you know, over the past few seasons, we've struggled with Tennessee a little bit. I'm not saying we're going to struggle on Monday, but I could definitely see, once again, Bills cover under hits. Yeah. On Monday Night Football. That spread might even get bigger by then. Who knows? Oh, right. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we, we can only yeah. hope, folks. Yep. I was guessing seven. What did you say it's at now? Ten. Wow. Respect. It doesn't happen too often in the pros. No, it doesn't, Joe. So it's a, it's a great time to be a Bills fan. And thank you so yeah. much for, for right, coming guys. on Trainwreck Tonight 260. 
We appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Awesome. We'll see you Monday. Take care. Bye-bye. Later. What an awesome gentleman. Just pure maniac, buffalo maniac. born and bred. What happened? <laughs> you put him you put him on the main screen, he drops his phone. <laughs> he did, he did. Uh but no, he's great. And like I said, the memories at that lot. I mean, I've I've pretty much been there every single season that I have season tickets. See, I, I see old it's one of the top spots. And again, I get it. Everyone has their spot. You got your, you know, tradition, yeah, everything like exactly. that. You got what you're used to with your friends. But yeah, if you're looking for a great spot on Sundays, I mean, let's face it, the Wings Lock, Cali, it's a great spot to be. And let's face it, if you're not going to the game, then the spot you got to get on Sundays is this place to buy a case, Outlet Liquor. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet so let's get right into it, Maniac Week One, or we can recap. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, first off, insane one o'clock slate. Well, well I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to even say names, but someone in the wrecking crew yesterday was like, "Boring one o'clock slate." I'm like, "You can't say that at like two thirty-five. Like, you know, you say that at well, four fifteen. Okay, okay. So you're, you you caught me a little bit. I was going to get right into that because I always, me and Zim always go at it, and I always say, "Yeah." Multiple uh, I know Saturday. Exactly. You know how I talk about that. 1 to 2.30 was brutal. 1 like, to 2.30 was brutal. It was horrendous, and I cannot believe how it ended. And how... The, at one it was time, almost, like, scripted. You went from 1 dude, to 2.30 was the most boring shit that ever happened. And then from... Th <laughs> and I, get, I know, I know, the witching hour. It's not like, you know, it's, it's happened before. If the games yeah. get crazy. But it was almost every single game was either going back and forth in the last 10 minutes, yep. going into OT, or game-winning yep. field goals. Like, pretty much every single game. Or you had the Jets-Ravens, like, 29-3. I mean, dude, at, like, 2.30, Red Zone was showing teams on, like, the 50-yard line. And then at 3.34, they had four games on at once. They, they, they couldn't keep up with it at 3.34. Literally could not. No. Well, Hanson was, Hanson was freaking saying touchdowns were happening, but he couldn't have them on the screen. Yeah, oh, we got scoring plays in Cincinnati. Yeah, but because other teams were scoring. It was unbelievable finish. I mean, I'll admit it. I'm out. Suicide pool. I lose every single year, typically in week one or week two. I took the Niners. See you yep. later. So yeah. it just and again, that, again, another and – and the NFL works this. Sometimes it happens in college football, but it's a little bit more rare. Like, yeah, I mean, at 2.30, the Bears looked dead. They were down 10 nothing. not like not even like able to move the ball. Like yeah. basically, right? Yep. It's monsooning. You yep. got you got uh, Debo Samuel. You got all these guys for the 49ers who can run the ball. You got Trey Lance. I mean, I mean, I would have bet the 49ers minus 13 and a half, minus 14 at that point for sure. Yeah, and those were the the two. I think the two biggest, no, the three biggest suicide plays at 1 p.m., which I think were mostly 75% of pools, were the Niners, the Bengals as seven-point favorites at home, and then the Colts as seven-point favorites on the road all go down down i mean obviously the colts tied but that's a loss so yeah. just unbelievable one o'clock slate and then what the lions backdoor cover lions backdoor cover lions were backdoor on everything i mean yeah i will say i did have josh allen in fantasy and lost my matchup so that's a little disappointing i mean there's no excuse for that that's just Who pathetic you, what player went off on the other team 
Uh, nobody really. It was more just my entire team didn't do anything. The only player I had, I think, who scored a touchdown, I'm not even joking, was Jalen Waddle. I believe. Jesus. I'm pulling okay. him up. I'm pulling my, my sorry roster up right now. Yeah, Austin oh. Eckler, bust. I, I didn't have a player besides Allen and Waddle score with the over double digits. I had, I had four players oh. for nine points. Damn. Yeah, Devontae Smith, goose egg. Devontae Smith, goose egg, and a 38-35 win. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. How much did you lose by? Uh, ten points. Gee, that doesn't see that make that that. Oh makes yeah, it hurt oh yeah. More. I mean, literally, if any of those, uh, Travis Etienne, six yep. points. Like yep. you know, Mike Williams, Mike Williams, Chargers. They scored twenty-four points. He had yep. two. Like I mean, it's just unbelievable. And again, this is why I can't react to fantasy football. But man, no. what a loser I am losing with Allen. Jesus. Now let's get into that. What I mean, we had the one o'clock slate. Then the four o'clock slate comes around. And the Packers a little bit more look, intimate, a little bit more, you know. Yeah, you get the, to pay attention. To everything Packers look like pathetic. They went from like the steam on the Vikings was unbelievable. That they went from like Packers went from like minus two to plus two and a half. Like three game, like over twenty four hours, I would say. Yeah, I mean the I the mean, Packers were definitely favorites on Friday or Saturday, and it moved it moved quick um, to the Vikings. And yeah, the Packers, man, they look bad. Uh, and then you go to what Arizona, Mahomes and KC puts up 44 points. I mean, some of the stats I was looking at, he put up what 360 and five TDs. And the craziest stat that I, I saw it on Twitter this morning was the Chiefs had 66 offensive plays and 33 were first downs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's I mean, I don't know if that makes you look good or Arizona just look like shit, but that's a little bit that, of both. That is wild. Um. What about you? Anything else with the one o'clock or four o'clock slate that jumped out to you? No. Yeah. Obviously, like I was hoping the Cardinals would battle back at some point against the Chiefs. Um, what were the other two games besides those? Chiefs? Chargers. Chargers. Raiders. And Chargers. Titans. Raiders. Like like started good, but then like never got going. Like yeah, the game ended up twenty four nineteen, and like you know the Raiders were basically down twenty four you know 13 or whatever so it's kind of just like a pathetic game horrible um, and you know and you know everyone's on the over in that one uh, again so you start off with two great offensive drives nope kaput not even close yep um but yeah the crazy thing to me from this week one and everything is just uh like obviously the mvp odds i mean you got <laughs> allen right um and dude the, the the tweet you put out today about the super bowl odds yeah I mean, the Chiefs were 10, 11 to 1 pretty much everywhere. They skyrocketed. Yeah. yeah, did Vegas just admit they were wrong? Or they, I mean, Vegas has to be trying to cover their ass. I mean, you can't leave 8 to 1 exposure or more on the Chiefs anymore at this no. point. No, no. I mean, what, I mean I, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs going into last season were plus 550. So... Yeah, that sounds they, about right. And, the, they, and the Bills were like plus 900 or something because they were... Because of the Chiefs? maybe even more they might have been double digits yeah yeah i think 10 they were, I, I, I think yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. And, so, and then by uh, middle of october they had flipped exactly and that's why i think i mean what i don't know what vegas was thinking putting the chiefs at 10 to 11 1 i mean i get it that the bills are you know the, the over under win total for them, i think even got down to like 10 or nine and a half at one point yeah pretty crazy with that division joke, joke. so um and then yeah we cruised into sunday night football and, oh, and then you want to talk about just no reason to pay attention. My goodness. Oh, that game was... Mike McCarthy is a joke. Zach he... Prescott might not be, like, that good. 
It was pretty embarrassing. Kyler Murray might not be that good. These are all guys who are like making like as much slash more than Josh Allen. It's pretty bad, dude. It's bad. And I don't know if you saw me tweet at Pat Moran last night, and I I talk about it with my brother. The Bucs are making the playoffs. Like, can we like... Tom Brady not making the playoffs is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, Tom Brady's not going to pull a Peyton Manning. Like, he's still playing good football. And... Tom Brady is not going to come back and not be, like, focused and just, like, not go to the – I'm sorry, not go to the playoffs. Look at the NFC compared to the AFC and the quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, who's going to stop them in that division? The yeah. Panthers, the you're Falcons, te- the Saints? No, none of them. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're telling me that Tom Brady is not going to make the playoffs and when seven teams – even the, the one year, even the one year where the Saints beat them twice in the regular season, they beat the Saints in the playoffs and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh oh. You know, you know the show's nearing an end when you see her. Bro, she does this. What is the timing like with her? She always does this when we're at the 20, 25 minute mark. We're not done yeah. just yet. Settle down. She's like digging into blankets and shit. I mean, look at this. You gotta love a good dig though, to be honest. Yep, get us in there. Yep, there it is. Perfect. Love it, Rosie. Speaking of which, I didn't love. Oh, my God. I wanted to puke. What? Talk to me. Oh, my. Oh, dude. I, I was talking to Sean Tiedemann at CBA Breakfast on Sunday morning. He went. He stayed. I mean, dude, he told me there was overflow for the student section. They couldn't even fit all the students. So they had to send them into the upper deck. Like, the tailgate was great. The crowd was great. And they do that to an FCS team. It's just, it's really embarrassing. Um... It's just, you know, like I'm saying, you, you want to pack out that stadium, you want to you want to look good, and somehow that happens. And I mean, not going to lie, it is kind of sketchy that they were only minus six and a half. Um, well, that's that's a championship FCS team. Not no, to, like, not to say, no, that, I, like, you know, that's just how it works. Like, you know, they no. were clearly big time up for the opportunity. Yep. I think UB faltered a little bit in the middle of the game after a strong start, and then, yeah, yep. they ended up paying for it. And that's the Hail Mary and, itself was ridiculous. Um, rolling all, I don't, I, I can't recall ever seeing one where the quarterback rolls all the way to the left and then gunned it right, throws it like to the right, barely even got it to the goal line. Like what, like on the, on the angle, I mean, you only see UB defenders. You don't even see like the guy and like all of a sudden just like caught touchdown. I was stunned at that replay. And here's the deal. If that guy has any chance of catching it. Dude, pass interference. Crush them. Like, you don't go to the one-yard line in college football. The one thing I would say that stuck out to me, you're saying tackle them. All I'm saying is if you're a DB or a defender back at the goal line and, like, the ball comes in, you better be, like, landing on your ass or, like, on your back. You better not be standing while that guy's on the ground holding the ball. That's what I'm saying. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's... But it's it was sad. tough. I, I I do have a good spin zone for you though. Let's hear it. They can still win the Mac. Oh, of course, of course. Yes, that I, doesn't affect it at all. No, Mac I, play starts this week. New season. Yeah. No, bro. I completely I I completely agree with you. It's it's in yeah, for UB. You're not you're not going to the Final Four. You're not doing any of that. And I mean, how about some of those tweets after the game? Oh my God, people bro. are brutal. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I get, and I get it, and I get it. You know what? Because, like we said, um, <laughs> Dude, you know, the, like, Buffalo is a sports community. 
We yeah. have been raised to love sports. It's in our culture to love yeah. sports. Now, I get that, you know, sometimes it would seem for UB that sports, not to say aren't the priority, but like just aren't like the most important thing of yep. all time at the university. Yep. Academics are important, you know, good representation is important. Me, I'm representing ourselves as a member of like the collegiate community. Totally get it. But man, I don't blame anyone for being frustrated with the state of thing, how things were four years ago, five years ago versus how they are now. I mean, again, that's not to say that the three coaches currently in place, the you know, administration currently in place can't yep. turn it around, can't get it fixed, can't get it going in the right direction. Yep. But they are every right to be frustrated. And yeah, after an FCCS loss, that's low-hanging fruit for a disgruntled UB fan. I just smashed my TV in front of over 45 guests at my son's birthday party because of UB football. My wife just took our crying kids and said they're all spending this week in a motel. This team has ruined my life and marriage. I can't do this any longer. Goodbye. And now he's a and now background. he's a now now he's a Toledo fan. Um. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um. Well, you know, where, where, where and we're, not you, gonna, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna address that. Uh, there it Lamar, is. That, that James Joe has uh, eight numbers in his username. <laughs> See, hey. that's ruined my life and marriage. He's got 139 followers. Yeah, he's a popular guy. Probably yeah. for this one tweet. Yep. But uh, yes, lose on that hail mary. What Wasn't else? all bad news though. I got my Alcaraz finally won his major. Yeah, hey, I talked to you pre-tournament, and uh, you said that. You said this was his time to shine, and he did. I, I definitely bet him on Sunday, which was nice. And it, he weirdly, like, wasn't too big of a favorite in any match. Um, obviously, the I, I think ones... after I think when it got down to 16 or 32, he had really never been there before. So they kept just waiting on him to like, like they, he was the better tennis player, but they kept yeah. waiting on him to falter, which is like, okay, maybe that happens. And I think just a combination. Well, first off, continuously was going five sets. So I'm not going to act like he's like, you know, was mowing through anybody basically for the last week and a half. But he, dude, he, he, he's got that Djokovic syndrome a little bit. Like, yeah, like yeah, he loves... does need to push it to the edge. He needs to push it to the edge and then he like plays his best for sure. Yes. He's very good at tennis. I would say the next step and, and why I was saying it when it wasn't like it was some guru, like seeing this with a telescope or whatever. No Djokovic. Medvedev gets eliminated early. Like the path was completely clear, especially once Curios went out. Like Curios right out. Zver um, Zver Zver so hurt. I, I will say, the, yeah, that that would suck. Um, obviously, I would say the next step is he's got to beat like a Nadal or a Medvedev in the turn or a Djokovic in the tournament and win the tournament as a major. Like that would be. I'm not saying this major doesn't count. If I wanted to be like a super hater, I think I would say it comes with an asterisk because obviously there was oh, no yeah. Djokovic. There's no, I, I think that's that's a fair point for a hater to make. Yep. But the next one that'll like really solidify his standing as like a superstar, yep. you got to win another one and you got to beat like Nadal. Probably Nadal, Med, Nadal, Medvedev, or Djokovic for sure because yes. he always gets compared to Nadal. You know, he's like the next one or whatever. It's yep. trains at the camp, very similar coaching and background, everything like that. Medvedev is just so many majors recently. Same with Djokovic. It's got to be one of those two. And then obviously our Pagula up to number five. That's insane. I mean, if there was any Buffalo tennis player at number five, they would be like worshipped. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely pretty crazy. And what she lost to Iga in two sets? Was it back to back or was it three? I don't. I think I, it was. I, I think it was two sets. Um, but you know, they were obviously uh, pretty yeah. well competed, if I remember. Yeah, uh, it was a tie break in the second set. That's what it was. Okay. So, 
And let's um, face it, it's so funny. Like, you lose a set 6-3 in tennis, you didn't get smashed. You got broke once. Like, that I was know. all it was. Like, the scoring in tennis is really crazy. Like, you can easily lose 6-3, yep. 6-4 in a set, and you barely, you barely lost. Yep. Like, literally. Yep. You might even win more points. Yeah, and no doubt. That was, that was, that was definitely a fun U.S. Open. That it was, was. It was great. And, and I mean, primetime tennis. Nothing better. Just get get me that all the time. I can't wait for primetime golf. Can't wait for primetime tennis. Maniac, I'm telling you right now, last week my sleep didn't get much. Shot, yeah. With a combination luckily, of... Luckily, I mailed it in a little bit. I was watching Elgraz, obviously, and like some of it ran late, but... Yeah, I mean, dude, it was just... I, I was running on adrenaline with it being Bill's football week, too. Like, I'm pretty sure Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it was, it was just, yeah, 1 at 2 a.m. nights. Like, just loving tennis and waking up feeling great. Knowing that the bills are kicking off in the day or kicking off that morning, so speaking I think of anticipation. Uh oh. Speaking of can't wait. Uh oh. Thirty-one days till Sabers season. Get me to the Key Bank Center opening night against the Senators. That's gonna be wild. Peanuts, popcorn, cold beer. Okay. It's gonna be great. A lot no. of anticipation. I, th I think I think you're gonna see it if especially if the Bills do well in these first six to seven games, I think people are gonna be unbelievably hardy about the Sabres coming in. Yeah. And preseason starting what? Like a week, Two, week and a half. We have Fan Fest this weekend. Yeah. Remember Fan Fest when we got Darlene? Or no, that was the draft party, but yeah. Like, you fun. know, it's just that was it's been insane. Sabres uh, crowd's gonna be out. Uh all right. Shout out, sign us, huge shout out to Rec Room. Oh, what a dude! Night, that Thursday night, holy smokes! You couldn't have asked for a better atmosphere. The service, the crowd, indoors, outdoors. Uh, very Billy well Buffalo, done. Kevin O'Neill. The stars yeah. were out. Yeah, it was very, very well done. They did a great job. So, shout um, hey, and I know you wanted to talk about this. What did I do? Pre-show. Uh oh. What's? Give me one of your home opener memories. Oh, Close. man. Oh, home opener memory. Uh, well, can I start? Yeah. Because I was thinking about this, and there are so many. Because obviously, me and UFC tickets going way back. Um, for me, one of the best has to be 2008 Bill Seahawks. Seahawks, yep. Yeah, it just it goes down for sure third in history. Third and nine, Marshawn draw for a touchdown. Oh, my. The Roscoe, Par <laughs> the Roscoe Parish punt return TD. I don't know if an offense has ever played worse in a in like a thirty-eight to seventeen blowout or whatever. No, like, like they didn't really play that great. Like, but it was like it was just a, it was like a holiday. Yep, it was at, it was thirty-four ten Bills final. In and what a season that was! I mean, yeah. to start out that was that was that was the year during the drought where people pointed to that year for like a half decade, like six to seven years. They were yep. like, "Oh, Edwards started four and zero before that concussion." Yep. Like that yep. was the one during the dry lot. Um, I'll go through a couple of mine. Uh, a lot of them are heartbreak, unfortunately. Uh, to the year before, 2007, um, the Broncos. Made, well, that was first off. That was the Kevin Everett game, which was like unlike anything I'd ever seen. Yep. It was also Crazy. the game where Brady got. Uh, wait, was it this? No, 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 no. It was not. 2008 was the game where Brady got hurt in the opener, and it was making its way through the stadium as the Bills no. were winning. Wait. Oh. Yeah, it was the opener in 2008. Because I, I was trying to think. 2007 was when they had the perfect, like the the undefeated regular season. Oh, 2007, so the Bills lost to the Broncos in the opener on a la on a field goal as time expired. 
And then 2008 was when Castle came in? 2008 was when Castle came in, yeah. Okay. They beat the Bills like 10 nothing or something in the last game of the season at the very end. Um, the that. other uh, memories, I mean, 2015, you bet in the Colts big uh, on that opening day, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they beat, when Rex Ryan came in and they dominated the the Colts and Andrew Luck, who had just been in the AFC Championship. I mean, you were like, everyone was going crazy. It was, yeah, Super Bowl. That season, was an absolute sure. scene. I mean, I don't even remember, like, in 2017, they weren't that excited because, like, you felt like they were still tanking. I know no one wants to say that, but, like, they yeah. had traded Watkins and everyone. Ooh, yeah. Like, um, yep. But, yeah. Uh, and then the last two home, or the last two home openers, we didn't get to go in 2020. 2021, we lost. To the Pittsburgh Steelers. 2021 was miserable. I'm not going to lie. Last year was miserable. Yeah. It was and a it shitty game. Yep. Like, they were up yep. 10 nothing at half because of, a, like, a freak pass from Allen to Davis or whatever. And then literally, like, I think it was from, like, two minutes to go in the third to, like, nine minutes to go in the fourth. They went from, like, up three or seven to down, like, 10 or 14 or something. And it was just yep. like, what the hell? No, I know. So, I mean, we are one week away. I mean... I mean, dude, it's crazy, too, that I just got reminded about this yesterday that next Monday night is a 7 p.m. It's not 8.20. Yeah. It's oh not 8.15. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot that. It's 7 p.m. So get your half days in. Get your PTO in. Um, whatever. But, yeah, we, we're, we're saving ourselves 90 minutes pretty much. We're, yeah. we're early, early, early kickoff, which is awesome. I love that. Insane. Insane. Can't wait. Yeah. Get, get, me, to the, get me to the wings lot at 1 p.m. next Monday. With my PTO. Oh, dude, I'll be there. I think we're leaving around two. Um, and then, what was it? Uh, Miami's got the Ravens. What the? What are you? Okay. Um, we got Ravens. <laughs> oh, that was worth every penny. <laughs> we got, we got, come here. Come here. We got oh, Ravens. She's the best. We got Ravens. Uh, Dolphins, as you heard the news, Kyle Fuller, Ravens cornerback, done for the year, torn ACL. Dolphins fans on Twitter going nuts. We're gonna go two and zero. We're gonna go two. We're gonna go two and zero. Could you see the two and O's in the AFC East battling Week Three in that Miami? Crazy. I'll tell you, you saw that one video. The the Dolphins fans are, are going nuts. What do you think about that? Yeah, and, F, and someone posted you, that was probably what we looked. What Bills fans looked like when the Patriots were beating them up all the time. Oh, true, true. You, you see, yeah. Oh, first off, we gotta get we gotta get this real quick. Did you see this? Yes, I saw that yesterday. That's just. Could you imagine if you went in for a game, you get like a you get a nice win, and you come out and your car is totaled? Dude, it, it reminds me of the days in like when I was tailgating with Chad, um, near the field house, and. I what I think I tailgated with Chad for two seasons. I took a couple years off from my dad at the Wings lot, and he was doing the deep fryer and stuff. That's what it reminds me of. Well, like he all... was he, he even though it is Chad, he's pretty careful, especially when he's putting a big turkey in there. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's what made me think of is like that situation, and like I know nothing ever serious happened like that, but yeah, it well, could, he, yeah. So it just yeah. shows how like clearly, yeah. By the Crazy. way, speaking speaking of messing around in a potentially serious situation. We are one. Buffalo. Buffalo. We are one. Buffalo. We are one. Buffalo. What? Buffalo. Oh, shit. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Buffalo. Two weeks. Buffalo. 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 Buffalo
Oh those gosh, hurtful. those are the, hurtful words. The language that just reminds me of Saint Bonaventure UB. Be careful what you wish for. NATO came out and stomped them. Let's go. Put that we video all over the Bills locker room. They are gonna stomp. They don't them. even need it. They don't even need bulletin board material to beat Miami. Seriously, folks. Bulletin board material. Hey, make sure you're following along. Trainwreck, all the right platforms. Apple, yep. Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, SoundCloud, MySpace, all of them. Because this train never stops, Al. Never freaking stops, dude. Very exciting. Good night now. Make sure you go <laughs> and have yourself on this Monday, September 12th, a good, good night, night now.